Welcome to The Lorraine Murphy Show. I'm a mentor, four times author, leader of my Bold Darling Mastermind for female entrepreneurs, retreat host, and I've gotten to host this podcast for five years. As with all of my work, this show is to serve female entrepreneurs who want to optimize their energy and their mindsets in order to build the businesses and lives of their dreams. I've walked this entrepreneurial path for 11 years now, and I can tell you that there is a way to have a business you love and still have the space and time for all the other parts of your life that make you, you. Whether your number one priority right now is to scale your business, upgrade your finances, rediscover yourself, find more energy, get more organized, reconnect with yourself, or build a life and or business that's more aligned for you or all of the above, I am here as your guide on the show to help you make it a reality. Listen in on my dulcet Irish tones as I share tales from the front line of my business and mentoring behind the scenes insights on how I'm approaching life and business and speak with brilliant expert guests. Search The Lorraine Murphy Show wherever you get your podcasts. A new episode drops every Friday. Subscribe to make sure you always catch the freshest episodes. Let's dive in to this week's show. Hello and welcome to The Lorraine Murphy Show. It's very exciting to be back after, well, it was meant to be a three-week break, but it turned out to be a four-week break from the podcast. So over the last four weeks, I have been to Bali, my happiest of happy places. I went to Bali for a couple of days of acclimatizing, then a couple of days of intensives with my mentees back in Australia. And then I had five days with my brilliant BFF, Stace, came over to Ubud for five days. And then I hosted my retreat in Bali. So it was a five-night, six-day retreat with 16 incredible women. And yeah, it couldn't, couldn't have gone better. It was just pure joy getting to host and create that experience for them. So yeah, and then a week kind of coming back to Earth in Spain. I had my birthday. We took the kids to Madrid for a few nights. And we're back. I opened up my laptop on Monday and got my remarkable out at my desk for the first time in what felt like it was probably four weeks actually all up. And yeah, it was just so nice to go, okay, what am I doing with my life? What's happening? So part of what I'm doing with my life this week is getting this new season going on the show. So really, really excited to be back and have quite a different season planned for you this season versus last season. So if you remember, the last block of episodes was very much focused on growth. So really talked about how we can stretch ourselves and grow and learn new skills. And obviously within that season, I had my Bold Darling launch as well. So we're talking a lot about bold breakthroughs and quite a a yang masculine maybe energy to that season. And this season, I'm going to switch gears quite a bit. And I'm calling this season the Restore and Reflect season. So a different pace to the growth season. It's going to be slower. It's probably a pace that suits us more (laughs) at this time of year as we are, as I'm recording this, it's early November. So yeah, we're going to be restoring and reflecting. And I'm really feeling that energy from my one-on-one mentees at the moment, that sense of, okay, we're almost at the end of the year, but there's still some things that they want to create. But I actually had a, a really powerful session this morning with all my annual mentees who I've worked with for five years now. And 
we had a really big session on she just said look I'm just exhausted like she has gone through incredible growth in her business over the last 18 months really it's been really mind-blowing she's pretty much on track to quadruple her business year on year it's incredible so cool to be part of it with her and she just said like I'm just exhausted like I'm just really really tired now and the 18 months of growth has obviously been incredibly exciting and she's kept pace with that but the previous couple of years were very very tough in her business for various different reasons and I just said to her you know (laughs) you navigated a period in business that not many people would have been able to navigate and this is your reward now for sticking it out this incredible abundance that you're unlocking the incredible team the clients that you're attracting it's really really cool but anyway she's really tired so we actually spent our session she said she wanted to focus on energy management and I've got like quite a, a standard energy management plan that I go through but we actually dived a lot deeper it's a model that I've been starting to work one-on-one with some of my mentees with it's a very very deep level of energy management so we worked through that and then the other thing we did was she gave me her to-do list for the rest of the year so she listed out 10 things that she wanted to do by the end of the year and we just went through them with a bit of a lens and you know, this might be helpful and instructive for you if this is where you're sitting right now just that level of end of year exhaustion really creeping in and we went through each item one by one and said look does this need to be done this quarter or could it wait until the first quarter of next year and and also so we did that and we slashed her to-do list by half and then the next thing we did then is we looked at each element that was left each of the five tasks on it that were left and we said okay what percent of this do you personally need to do versus your team and the max she had to do on one was 50%. The least she had to do on one was 10%. And actually, no, one was 100%, which is actually organizing the team Christmas party. <laughs> so she had to do 100% of that one, but that's a fun one and, and hopefully an easy one. So just wanted to pass that on to you. You know, I really, while we've all got outcomes that we want to hit by the end of this year, I don't think it's worth hitting those outcomes if you are going to be creating them from a place of absolute exhaustion and potentially burnout. So this this particular mentee has a really big creative project that's been really sitting on her radar for three, four years now. And this was the year that it was going to get done. And she set aside some time towards the end of the year to work on it. And I actually said to her today, and I said, I know this is probably very unmentor-like, but I really think you'll be better off going on a retreat for a few days instead of working on that creative project and instead picking that up in the new year when you can do it from a place of you know, your tank being really filled up and being genuinely excited and energized to actually go and tackle that rather than a feeling of obligation and just kind of got to tick the box. It's a creative project that she will really, really enjoy doing, but it's very hard to enjoy working on those projects if you're, as I said, coming from a place of lack when it comes to your energy and focus. Anyway, I'm taking you on a massive tangent. (laughs) So that's the why of this new season. I was already thinking about that theme for this season. And then I had that session with my mentee this morning. I went, okay, cool. This is what we're doing. We are restoring and reflecting this season on the show. So what's coming up as part of this season? So some life updates. I've got a life update for you this week as part of today's episode. I'm also going to have some interviews. I'm going to be taking you behind the scenes of my Bali retreat. So I'm actually going to be having Jimmy back on the show. So Jimmy, if you're not aware, is the healer in residence that I choose for my retreats in Bali. And he just worked such incredible magic with the group. It was really, really, really incredible to see see what he did. 
And so I'm going to be having Jimmy back on the show. And I know that my episode with him is one of the most listened to, which is very, very cool. As always, I will have my highs and lows episodes. So that's going to be pretty jam packed after this year. So I do my personal highs and lows each year. And I also do my business highs and lows. And I'll also be doing some more Dear Lorraine episodes because you listeners seem to really enjoy those last season. So definitely want to do some more of those. And then we're kind of into goal setting and getting set up for the new year. So yeah, that's what's happening this season. And this week, yeah, I really wanted to have a chat. I always feel when I haven't kind of had a bit of a break on the show, I kind of feel a bit out of the loop. I'm like, I just want to catch up with you again. So this will be quite a chatty episode. And as I said, yeah, I want to share a life update with you as well. And also want to share pretty much got my business plan sorted for next year. So I just want to give you a bit of a heads up on what's coming up over the next 12 months in the business as well. The first of which is going to be my annual goal setting workshop, which is going to be happening on the first Tuesday of December. And that's going to be a three hour workshop where I step you through my goal setting process that I do myself every December. So really, really excited. That's one of my highlights every year is hosting that workshop. So that's three hours over Zoom and lots more info coming on that very soon. So I'll be opening that probably next week for registrations and yeah it's a really really nice opportunity I think before before complete silly season kicks off just to get that first draft of your goals done alongside me and the rest of the group that we will have live on that session and as always if you can't make it live for that session I'll be sharing the recording as well so yeah more info on that on the show next week and if you're on my email list you'll be receiving info about that very very soon all right so that's what's coming up kind of immediately over the next month or so and yes, I want to share a bit, a bit of a life update, just a bit of a catch up. So we are, as I'm recording this, 11 months into our Spanish adventure, which is just crazy. In a way, it's felt like forever. In a way, I'm like, oh, is it only that long? Really? It feels like we just arrived three months ago. I can't quite decide <laughs> where it is. And when we came away, our intention was to be away for 18 months. And then when Wade and I, we had a really brilliant day together necessarily just goal setting we're just thinking about the kind of bigger five to ten vision five to ten year vision for our lives back in Marrakesh in early May and we were saying look it's been such a huge move to go do this like let's make the most of it and do more of like a three-year trip type thing and do the whole kind of digi nomads thing and then head back to Australia in kind of five six years so that's where we were sitting back then and there's been some incredible highs this year. And I'll talk more about those in the my highs and lows episode towards the end of the year. But there's been some things that have been, been really tough about the move. And I've talked a little bit about this, particularly if you're on my email list, you'll have heard me talk about the loneliness, you know, not having made friends here. And this has been a really challenging one because I've been telling myself the story all year. You're like, you're not just not good at making friends. And I see Wade, you know, and he's got so many hobbies. Like, honestly, I don't know how it's possible for one person to have so many hobbies. I'm very, very envious of all, all the hobbies and interests that he has. But he's, he's made some friends and he's very good at, you know, pursuing friends. And I was chatting to Stace in Bali about it, just saying, you know, I just think I'm just not good at making friends. And she said, but babe, like when we met, like I went up and said hello to you at a yoga class. And after you with less, and then you immediately said, Hey, let's go for a chai someday. And we did that. And then we started walking together and she's like, you, you tried just as hard as me to make that, fr- that friendship work. She said, it just sounds to me like you just haven't met anyone that you want to necessarily be friends with. And when she said that, I just felt, you know, and just said, some said something, someone says something, you just feel like, ah, oh, okay. I just felt so much more peaceful about it because I've really been beating myself up and the loneliness has been really, really intense. And there's been some really lovely women that I've met, but no one that I've gone, 
you know, you're my crew, you know, you're my Stace or my Leela or my Jules or, you know, any of the other friends that I have back in Australia. So the loneliness has been very, very intense. And then the other hugely challenging thing about, about being here has been sleep. So the summer months, you know, European summer were a lot more manageable because I start work at 2 p.m. Australian time. So that gives me enough time to kind of have an afternoon with my mentees back in Australia. And in summertime, so Spain summer, that was 6 a.m. my time, which was fine. I could get up at five, do my meditation and be online at six for my mentees. And now we're back into winter again. So 2 p.m. Australia time is 4 a.m. Spanish time. So I've made some changes. I've, I've changed the model of the Bull Darling Mastermind, which has meant that I'm there's, there's a less of those 4 a.m.s, but it's still quite quite a big impact. And, you know, facing into this now for six months of winter, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty full on. And then that then, it's interesting, you know, that then affects the friends thing because when I'm up so early and I'm trying to catch up on sleep in the afternoon and obviously I've got two small children, I've got a business that has grown a lot this year, there just isn't a huge amount of energy left in the tank to then go and say, okay, how am I going to make some friends this evening? Or what, what events can I go to? How can I meet people? So yeah, it just has felt like there's been enough energy for the business, for the kids, for exercise, for Wade, and obviously for travel, and that's pretty much been been, been it. So between the, the sleep and heading back into another winter and also the loneliness, we've been talking about like this isn't going to be a three-year thing. And the other, I guess, challenge with being here for three years plus is Wade's work. So he has done as much as he can remotely here in Spain, but there's, there's only so much he can do. There's also been a couple of challenges that have arisen with his family over the last few weeks as well that have really, he's an only child and it's really made us feel like, okay, we need to be, we need to be closer, closer to his family. And then also my business, I've done my entire business pretty much this year remotely other than of course the Bali retreat and then my January VIP days with my annual mentees. But other than that, everything has been remote, which has been you know, great. I've proven to myself that I can run my business from anywhere. But I'm just craving more in-person time with, with my mentees. And I feel like this, and this may be a story that I'm telling myself, but I feel like there's a certain point that my business won't be able to grow anymore without creating some kind of in-person connection with, with my mentees as well. And then the other thing has been, I've just actually missed so much about Australia. I think it's one of those classic things of, of it's an absent makes the heart go fonder. But there's things that I've really, really missed. The biggest one's probably the food. So food in Spain has been good, but I've really, really missed the the access to food that we have had in Australia. They're just simple things that I don't think about. Australia is such a huge country, so it can grow most of its own produce. Whereas if you're shopping here in Spain, you know, the berries are flown in from South America. You know, there's a lot of things that are imported because obviously Spain's a much smaller country and doesn't have the climate to support all these amazing different foods that we want to eat. And, and then the other factor as well is, and I don't know if it's where we're living specifically or what, but organic food is really expensive in Spain. So just to give you an idea, and it's also hard to get your hands on. So organic meat's quite hard to get your, my hands on. And we shop at Carrefour, which is a lot of you are probably familiar with it from being in Europe. And that's the best for organic meat. It's, it's the most accessible organic meat that we can find. But to buy an organic chicken is 25 euros. So to put that into Euro Australian dollars, that's $40 for an organic chicken. So just the, the kind of food that we prefer to eat as a family, it's a lot more expensive and harder to access here in Spain. And you know, these are all the little things that make up the lifestyle, you know, that you love. So 
we decided that this wasn't going to be a long-term thing and we said okay well we'll go back in June next year which is following through with the, the original 18-month plan and then we have an incredible opportunity so I need to be back in Australia anyway in January because that's when I do all my VIP days with my annual mentees so it's called my magnificence program I started it this year and well I've had annual mentees last year and also this year and this year was the first time I created the magnificence program which is a real step up in terms of that experience it's a kind of luxury experience meets one-on-one mentoring with me and so I'm back in January for my VIP days with all those ladies and I've also got an in-person event with my ball darling group as well and so the plan was to go back and then Stace is away for five weeks her and her family are going away to the snow for five weeks so we have an opportunity so we're going to be renting their place and then we kind of went okay well if we go back in January and then come back again to Spain and then go back like move and leave Spain in June it doesn't really make sense because it's halfway through the school year for Lexi we're coming back into the middle of winter in Australia we've got Stasis Place which is pretty much the most amazing soft place to land is what I'm describing it because we've got their beautiful house for five whole weeks we've got their car we've got their garage to you know start stockpiling furniture and bits and pieces and it's just too good an opportunity to not take up so we're moving back to Australia we're actually going back to Ireland for Christmas and then we leave Dublin and fly direct well not direct we fly two flights back to Sydney so we get into Sydney on the 5th of January so it was a really big decision it felt like a really big decision for a couple of months and we're just like where do we go and should we go do a stint in Bali which is closer to Australia which means that then the work hours aren't as challenging but then you don't have the friend situation and then when Wade's family told us about a couple of challenges that they're having we just said okay we're going to go back we were kind of 95% the way there and then when they called one Sunday morning we were like okay we're back. That's it. We need to be closer. So I'm really excited. And I've talked, oh my God, I messaged Stace a couple of months ago and told her that we're going back. And she was like, (laughs) her message was so beautiful. And just been messaging, you know, friends, letting them know that we're heading back. Obviously have told my mentees as well, my one-on-one mentees, tell my bold darling group on Thursday. And it's just been, the response has been so beautiful. You know, just people telling us how much they've missed us and how they are excited there to have us back. And Lex's little friends are so excited to prefer to be back. And it just feels really, really nice to have been missed. And I'm really, really excited to go back and set up our lives there and to know that my mom was kind of saying, you know, that, that, that the grass isn't greener. And I think we've experienced the grass here. And I don't think it's you know necessary that the grass is greener in place A or place B. But we've had the experience of what it feels like to live in Europe. It's been amazing, but it really does feel like Australia's home. And that feels really nice. I feel very at peace with that. And obviously we'll still travel and hopefully have lots more adventures as a family. But just that home base, I've really missed having a home this year. And I know that probably sounds crazy because, you know, we have had a house. We've had two different places that we've lived in here in Spain over the last year or so. And each of them have been great in their own way, but they just haven't felt like a home. And I was chatting to Stace and I was just saying to her, look, the cooking thing, and I just feel like, I mean, I haven't baked one thing. I haven't had a baking cupboard this whole year in Spain. And it wouldn't be that difficult to go and, you know, pick up a few things and have the, the kind of basics at least to get started. I just haven't felt the pull to bake. Food-wise, 
I feel like I cook the same things every week. Like we've really got a rotation. I know every household has a rotation, but I haven't tried anything new. We tend to kind of have the same shopping list every week and then I just kind of do little variations on those core ingredients. I found I haven't had the access to ingredients that I would be used to having in Australia. So I haven't actually found cacao, for example, anywhere in any of the shops in Spain. So obviously there's online and there's Amazon and all the things that I could get it from. But just simple things I really miss, like having my pantry and going to the source bulk foods and stocking up my pantry, just all my big jars, all, all that kind of thing. It's, I guess it, it makes up the fabric of me. And, you know, you listening are going to have the things that make you, you. And for me, that cooking and making healthy treats. And Stay said to me, I was talking to her about this in Bali because I hadn't talked to her about this at all. And she's like, really? You haven't baked anything? And I was like, no. And she's like, but what about your homemade chocolate? And she knows like anytime she came to my house, there would be a glass Tupperware container of myself and Lexi's homemade chocolate. And I used to love making the different toppings. We'd do goji berry and almond, or we'd do cacao nibs with orange essential oil. Like it was just a little creative thing and just haven't made it all year. And she she was horrified that I hadn't made my chocolate. (laughs) So funny. So I'm really excited. I think it's been an incredible venture. I'll talk more obviously in the highs and lows episode at the end of the year, but I just wanted to fill you in on that life update. So right now we are kind of working our way through our Spanish bucket list. So we went to Madrid with the kids last weekend. Wade and I are going to Valencia next week. We're going skiing. Really want to show the kids snow because Lexi has asked for snow from Santa in Ireland. And I'm just not sure that he's going to come through with that. So just in case Santa doesn't bring snow to Ireland for Christmas, we are going to take them skiing. So we're going skiing down in southern Spain with our lovely friends, Josh and Julie, who just moved to Spain a few months ago as well. So yeah, we're working our way through our Spanish bucket list. We'll obviously need to pack up our house here, going to ship Some of our bits and pieces, I bought some really beautiful things in Zara home, which I'm just obsessed with. So we'll ship that back, probably ship like one box back to to Australia and everything else we can pretty much get back in cases, which is gold. And yeah, I don't know, it's just feeling much easier going back to a country that we know really well because it's just a matter of picking everything up. We'll enroll Lexi in school nearby once we've got our, our new address sorted. Wilder's already booked back into his daycare, which he adores. He really hasn't loved his school here. Lexi has loved it, but Wilder has not loved school here. So really excited for him to go back there because I know how much he loved it. I've made my hair appointment already for when I get back. Yeah, it's really exciting. And what this means then for the business and the community and what you can expect next year within my business. So definitely want to create some more in real life events. So starting with, as I said, January, I've got, we're getting together, my Bold Darling group and I are getting together for, we do a quarterly planning day every quarter, which is where we spend half a day planning out their next quarter. So we're actually going to do an in-person event in January so on the 18th of January we're getting together in Sydney for the day which I'm really 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 yeah I can't wait to do that I did an in real life event with Bold Darling mid last year and it was awesome so really excited to have them all together in January that would be special I would love to do that at least once again next year and then the other thing I'm planning then for next year is in February I used to do these events. If you've been in my world for a long time, you might remember them. They were, I call them business boot camps, and they were a two-day event that really were specifically for business owners to really dive deep into their businesses. And so I'm going to do that again. I'm going to trial one in February and, and see how it goes as a bit of a pilot event. So it's group mentoring, get shit done time, hot seats. I'm still playing with the format and exactly what it's going to look like. But I'm really excited to do that. There'll be intimate groups. You're not talking about 50 people in a room. It'll be quite intimate. But yeah, just a chance to 
get in a room with people again. I'm, I'm really, really excited for that. And then obviously with my annual mentees next year, so Magnificence Programme, I've really upgraded the model next year to include a group element, which means that those women can be in a room with each other. It's kind of felt quite siloed this year where I work with them almost like in parallel. And so many of them have similar challenges, similar blocks, similar goals. So just to have them together next year in a room, planning a a retreat just for them in late February, and then a couple of more kind of casual get togethers throughout the year. Really, really excited for that. And then, yeah, so Bali then in May. Oh my God, it's going to be so good to fly to Bali. (laughs) In May, I had 18 hours of flying time and plus all the airport transfers and wait arounds and all the things to get there from Spain. So yeah, very excited for a six hour flight to Bali in June. So I'm hosting my next retreat. It's going to be the last week of May and spots are available right now. I think there's a quarter of the spots have gone already, which is incredible. So yeah, that's happening last week of May. I'll pop a link in the show notes to that one. And yeah, then I'm just going to see that's kind of the first half of the year pretty much planned out next year. So we'll probably yet yeah, create another couple of in real life events for the second half of the year as well. But yeah, that's a year that I feel really, really excited about and really positive about as well. So yeah, that's my little update as part of this week's episode. So obviously, very self, I always feel very self-indulgent when I devote an entire episode to a life update, but I hope that there is something in my story that I've shared in my updates that resonates with you and maybe gives you some clarity on something maybe that you are thinking about, or yeah, maybe just gives you food for thought. Maybe something might come up with a girlfriend when you're out for a walk or a coffee next week, and maybe something I've shared might add some value for you both on in that catch-up. So sending all the love your way. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I will be back. We're back into weekly episodes now as part of this season. And yeah, each week I'll just kind of fill you in on what's happening. Obviously, I've got a lot of exciting plans <laughs> just shared with you. So yeah, I'll be filling you in just on each thing as it launches and it opens up as well so that you've got max notice to come join me with different things if you can make it. So sending all the love. Thank you so much. I will see you again next week. I loved having you join me for this week's episode. Please do connect with me on Instagram at Lorraine Murphy Mentor and visit my website lorrainemurphy.com.au for tons of free resources and my reading list of all my favorite books. It would mean the absolute world if you could subscribe and share episodes you love with those that you love. Thank you for listening. Thank you.